You're listening to the Arcane Focus Network. Previously on Star Raiders. The drift is a strange place, and you see there's this green glow in the room, and these electric purple tendrils just lashing around. All right, and you defeat these things. Uh, is everybody okay? You see Brandon, the purple tendrils are wrapped around him, and he's like, ah! and he kind of like reaches over. I rush over to see what's wrong. Her eyes are lifeless. What's happened? I knew what's happened. She's gone, Brandon. Brandon, she's, she's gone. I'm going to immediately just start running like a scan over him. Brandon is age signature, 14 years at best. What happens when I run the same scan on Anya? She died of old age. Frozen feels a level of responsibility for this. You know, if, if you want to stick around, kid, I'd be happy to, to take you on a few missions. If you'll take me, Captain, I, I think I'd like that. It's been about two weeks since you guys had your incident in the drift. You made your delivery to Castrovel, and as well, you picked up another smaller job while you were there, getting paid Small for job. both of them. All of you guys can add uh, 500 credits Ooh. each nice. to your sheets. Daniel's wrinkled his nose. He's not happy with that. I feel like we're getting stooged all the time. You guys find yourselves back on Castrovel. The uh, other job you had, it was just, you know, near space. You went there and back and you were told by your dispatcher, Leia, that there was a, a job here for you guys. She called you up. Hey, Burzen, uh looks like we got a job for you on uh, Castrovel. It's uh, picking up some plant materials, that sort of thing, and heading to uh, Akaton. Oh, Perfect. We're we're already on Castrovel, so excellent. That's great. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, I'll uh I'll send you the the pickup address. Okay. Great. Great. Thank thank you, Leo. Okay. See ya. Bye. You guys head to the contact to pick up the cargo, and there's quite a bit of it actually, all in these strangely shaped large crates. Some are small as well. The contact is this arrogant-looking Kasathan man. He's wearing small rimmed glasses that sit on his nose well where his nose would be if he had one and his forearms are all folded across his body as he's watching you work and please do be careful with those uh, some of them are quite fragile and rare can you tell us what's in the in the crate friend and of course some of the finest plant life we have to offer here on castrovel plant life do you run some sort of nursery 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 you know where, where plants grow you sell them are you familiar with the concept of horticulture <laughs> and oh, such yes yes a nursery uh, how quaint uh, yes we're like a nursery but please do be very careful this cargo is for xander Caldiran of the Caldiran mining family they've built quite an impressive biodome on akiton and i hope these plants will be the first of many anyone who wants to can make a culture check all right. Do I even have culture? That's the real question. I cannot. Oh, it was on an 18. 14. I nine. No culture. I also got a nine. <laughs> <laughs> you and me, Tiny. The Sawbones, you have heard of the Caldaran uh, mining family before. They're 
big news on Akaton. Akaton doesn't have a lot of in-demand natural resources left because of the discovery of the drift. Uh, the, the kind of materials they mine there are usually reserved for um, sublight travel, which isn't as common anymore. So there's only a couple of big mining families that really run the place, and this is one of them. Is there anything we need to do to look after the plants? Like, do you want us to water them or, you know, put them under the, the no, sun lamps no, or something? No, 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 no. Well, no. only ask, because I'm, I'm a little bit of a green thumb myself. I've been known to raise plants and, you know, I've got a little cactus that's on the, on the end of my bed that I look after. <laughs> it's just like that, I assume. No, each of these crates is hermetically sealed and is temperature controlled. They do not require any additional maintenance. And after a little while longer, you guys finish loading up the crates. Okay, guys. Let's get out of here. Righto. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> you guys head back to the ship, pull into the docking bay, and as the cargo lift comes down, Brandon is there. He's wearing coveralls that are maybe a little bit too large for him, but is, you know, kind of tied them off. He's been doing better since the events of what's happened you guys have you know maybe been trying to keep him busy and you know giving him some things to do a bit of purpose and seems pretty excited about this whilst it might be a pretty mundane life for you guys or in fact for most people for him this is all very new and exciting it's taking two weeks to get over the the loss of the love of his life he's doing pretty well not what i said <laughs> he's doing better not what i said at all he's doing, he's doing better, better right? okay. is what i said He's doing better and he's excited. Thank you. Mari, is that what I said? That's what you said. Yes. Thank you, human tape recorder. <laughs> yeah. He's looking pretty excited as he sees these crates looking on with curiosity. They're Because they're quite strange. They're, you know, not your usual kind of rough and tumble, banged up sort of things. They're quite fancy. Like he said, it's... Each one is its own little bit of an ecosystem type of thing. Some of them even have like little windows in there where, you know, you can see the plants in there, that sort of thing. Are they a funny shape? Are they like normal square crates or is it like a trapezoid or something? Oh yeah, a couple of them. Yeah, like trapezoids and, uh, you know, maybe one's like a like a Tetris shape sort of <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, it's like an, it's like an L or like the, the weird Z one. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ben, it's, I mean, yes, but for it's not exactly common for a shipping crate to be. Hey. Trapezoids no, are a pretty hey, funny shape. I'm, right? I gotta say, it's the funniest shape I've ever heard. It's the one I'm with the trapezoid one? right now. <laughs> you don't know what it is? A trapezoid? No, I, 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 I do know what it is. What it's math a, class did you get to? It's <laughs> an Elucidian <laughs> geometry. Euclidean? Euclidean. Euclidean. There you go. Yeah. It's a chlamydian. Hey, I'm not school smart, all right? I'm street smart. Fuck you guys. And since you guys saved this fucking kid's life and invited him to be on your ship, I've had to actually come up with maybe a real voice for him. So... Yeah, he's uh, probably going to sound a little bit different. <laughs> oh, hey, Branton. How are you, my boy? All right. So anybody who listens to our other podcast might recognize this voice as my young man voice. Oh, here we go. Oh, <laughs> I know It's this the voice. same. It's the same voice. Hey, Bree Dog. How's it going? Yo, what's up, guys? <laughs> That's not what I was expecting yeah, at all. Wait, can that be his voice? Can that, can that please be his voice? Yo, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> he uh, he comes he comes bounding up. 
and he looks at them. He says, Man, those are some really strange crates. What, funny. What's inside They're those? They're funny crates. All right. He goes up and he looks through one of the windows. Is that plants in there? Oh, I fancy pants. Plants. <laughs> fancy pants plants? Wow. Real fancy pants plants. Yeah, some of these look like some of the ones we had on Vestimal. That's pretty crazy. No, no, they can't be. I mean, it's... They're from Castrovel, the native to the planet. You can't be able to yeah, like your ones. But the name's wrong. All Captain, plants look so alike they, they to you, Brandon. Be. That's that's very racist towards plants. I'm I'm gonna turn <laughs> to Plantist. Astra and ask her to repeat what I said. They look <laughs> like They look similar too, but not the same. Yeah, yeah I'm with thank you. Thank you. <laughs> wow, you're great, Astra. <laughs> wow, thank you. I like this new DM. You guys load up all of the crates it takes quite a while you know trying to figure out how to fit them in there what the hell but you know eventually you kind of get them all in there and it's uh working okay goddamn trapezoids (laughs) i i i uh go sound a legally distinct version of the tetris theme song for that (laughs) sequence and uh as you're working it starts getting faster and faster and you suddenly feel the need to where are these crates coming from and then we just lost an entire row of them. When hey, we who, who turned the Tetris setting on? All right, so you guys are heading to Akaton. Mari, you're the pilot. I am indeed. Astra is. I'm going to hold up some dice to you, and you tell me which one I'm going to roll. Okay. I want the ice blue one. That one's pretty. Okay. Ice blue D6 oh. to determine how long it's going to take you to get to Akaton. Oh, come on, ice blue. Oh, great. Ooh, five days. Aww, five days. Really? I'm not. That's good almost six. Us. We're gonna get attacked in the drift again. Yeah, we are. She chose poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Do you know how often I use that phrase? It's so dumb. <laughs> You're in the drift. Your journey's gonna take you five days to get to Akaton. What are we doing in the drift? I'd like to strike up some conversation with Brandon, if I can. Sure. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, sort of, you know, sidle up to him. So Brandon, you've been on the ship for a while now. It's great that you're helping out and doing odd jobs and you know, I really appreciate the way that you're, you know, cleaning the kitchen and all that sort of stuff. But I've, I've been thinking there's, you know, there's only a few of us on this ship and um, you know, there's, there's, there's lots of different kind of roles that you could play. And I'm wondering if maybe, you know, have you got a particular preference for a, a, a maybe a more structured job you could do on the ship? You know, we we need gunners, we need science officers, we need engineers. His eyes go wide when you say gunners. What? Well, you know, we've got guns on the ship just in case. Uh, you know, we get attacked. We carry valuable cargo. This stuff here is going to some rich dude. Um, it's worth many, many thousands of credits. So you know, we're we're all we're we're packing heat, and um, someone's gonna someone's gonna shoot the heat i guess when um when we get into battle Uh, but anyway the the point i'm trying to make is um look i just thought maybe while you're on the ship we could we could trade i'd be happy to train you up in in you know if if there was something you wanted to do to be a bit more helpful yeah that that sounds really cool sawbones thanks i yeah I'd, I'd, i'd like that sure yeah well what are you good at my boy like what's your what's your natural sort of skills or you know skill set i i don't know really I, I wouldn't mind trying out some different things maybe and we'll see maybe i'll fit somewhere 
Well, why don't, look, I've got this fancy computer in my brain that can actually scan uh, scan people, and I can learn a lot about you just by scanning you. So if, you, if you'd let me, I'd be happy to scan you and see if there's some sort of natural, uh, you know, physical skill or mental skill that you've got. Is this like Is... the Futurama thing that scans people and then assigns <laughs> them a job? <laughs> yeah, yeah gonna, pretty much. You're going to give them a yeah. career chip after this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is this an actual thing or a flavor thing? Well, I've got a custom micro lab, um, and if, you know, it, it, it tells me about people when I scan them. So Stuff. If it, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, yeah, sure. He, he agrees. Do we need to go to the, like, like a medical area or something, or do Believe we just... it or not, it's in, it's in my brain, and the scanners are in my hands and my eyes, so no, you can just stand there looking pretty, and I'll, I'll scan you. Okay. And what happens, like, when you activate this thing? What happens? Yeah, my custom micro lab, um, I can target a creature within my line of sight um, and attempt a special skill check to identify it. If the creature's living, it's a life science check. Um, the DC of this check is determined by the creature's rarity. So, I don't know, I might be stretching things to, you know, I don't know how deep you can go when you identify a creature and how much you can find out about it, but that's yeah. the kind of vibe of what yeah. I wanted to do. Like, is this, the scan is like an aptitude test. <laughs> what is yeah. going to be good yeah. at? Yeah, it's like when in Fallout, you know, yeah. when, you, when he's doing the special test. Yeah, we're going to see how lucky and shitty he is. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to roll life science here. So I've got a plus eight. 21. Yeah, wow. So, again, you're getting some strange readings on him, which you can attribute to what happened recently with him. He generally seems to be in good health. Maybe he's a little bit underweight. The readings... Uh, of his physical makeup is telling you that he might be fairly dexterous so perhaps that's uh, an area that you could look to work with him on throughout your observations of him on your first journey and then throughout subsequent journeys it was clear that Anyahil was the more mechanically inclined of the two he can do that sort of thing but perhaps not his speciality Besides that, there's something else there as well that you can't quite put your finger on it. Hmm. Might be might be magical, perhaps. You don't know. Hmm. So Brian, oh, Brandon, Brandon. Um, <laughs> Brian. <laughs> fuck, my friend, my friends call me Brian. You've only been here 14 days. I'm terrible with names. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so look, you seem to be particularly, uh, you know, p- particularly good physically and um and I, I think you might be quite acrobatic or athletic like if you, are you quite good at running and jumping and and those sorts of things yeah i'm pretty good at that i yeah. guess yeah okay and look weirdly there's there's something that my scanners can't quite determine there's there's something else about your your makeup that i think warrants further investigation um but you know we, we might have a chat with some of the other crew and see if they can um you know, see if they can pick something up. But you, there's almost something mystical about um, about about what I'm sensing. So, look, I, I'm not I'm not specialized in that area, but I can definitely tell that you're you're very athletic. And you know, there's a role on the ship called a chief mate, um, which usually people with far more experience have. But given your natural aptitude, you might um, you might actually want to have a crack at that. Um, 
So look, we'll we'll show you the ropes, and um, you know, if it's something that that takes to you, great. If not, that's all right. There's plenty of other roles on the ship. Um, plenty of other ways for you to help out. Sure. Yeah. Whatever you say, I'll I'll give it a try. Has, has anyone got any mysticism? Nope. No. Okay. Cool. Really? Well, not even Brandon's going. Not even tiny as a technomancer. He's tech. I was half, I was half hoping that um, we'd be able to train him to be a magic officer, but, um, but cool. All right. Is, so uh, is he's actually got gun? an alien inside him. Huh. Yeah. Like he's gonna murder us all. Um, does uh, Gunner use Dex? I've forgotten. Yeah. Yeah, because it's their, yeah. their two hit. Oh, Gunner's Dex mod. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. So it could be a Gunner. So we oh, don't have to run. Brandon, I don't know. I don't know how I didn't realize this, but you know, the other thing you could do, and it, look, it's a fu- it's a fucking lot more fun than being a chief mate. I tell you what, is is you might be a pretty good gunner. Just just want to say, um, would you be up for that? Would you be? Up, do you think you could handle you know shooting a, a massive gun in the heat of battle? He looks really unsure when you're saying that, and he just says, "I I I don't think so." That. Maybe, like you said, I think the chief mate, maybe that sounds maybe good. I can, you know, sit on the bridge with the captain and I can hear what's happening and, you know, understand a bit more about the ship. Okay, okay. Well, look, no pressure, man, but look, we're we're going to be in the drift for, for five days. Why don't we stop by the guns? We can shoot some... We can shoot some meteors or some some stuff that's floating in the drift. If you if you're not into it, fine. And then we'll we'll take you up. We'll just we'll we'll stop by there on the way up to the bridge and um, and I'll I'll spend the the trip showing you how to be a chief mate. But if you really like the gunner thing, then you know you we can we can talk about that as well. Does that sound okay? All right. And then, you know, two days later, you're driving past and there's a, you're flying past and there's a a wooden fence floating with five or six cans <laughs> on top. <laughs> And you guys stop and pew, 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 pew. you shoot all the cans off. Some guy comes out. Oh, my cans! What are you shooting my cans for? Oh, my cans. Um, Quick, run, run! <laughs> that's um, that's totally something that would happen in the drift as well. By the way, Just <laughs> is there anything else that anybody would like to spend their time doing in the drift? What I would like to do uh, is. I want to install motion sensors on our doors in the ship. Yes. Oh my god. Because Amazing. I want them to open yes. when we so get smart. to them without having to push a button. That's that's one thing. Uh, the other thing I want to do is I want to research, just keep researching magic. That's what I do in my off time. But the way I want to research magic in this world is I just want to be on space YouTube and just watch all of my favorite space YouTube streamers and just see like what they got going on and that's how I learn how to do spells. Yeah, absolutely. What's your what's the name of your favorite space YouTuber? My favorite space YouTuber is <laughs> Technomancing the Stone. All right. So you you're watching a bit of uh, Technomancing the Stone. You put it on. Hey guys, what's up? It's your boy Technomancing the Stone. Here again with another spell guide video. Uh, so today, fast forward, fast forward through this, fast forward through this. I read the descriptions. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> and then, all you gotta do now is you point your hands. I went too far. I missed the <laughs> intro part. God, every time, go back a little bit. All right. So, here's what you wanna do with your hands. 
and then you know you watch it all and you know don't forget to like subscribe and uh i'll see you guys next time okay and yeah you spend some time uh watching those absolutely uh the motion sensors that's definitely something you could have picked up on castravel before you guys left um you know but uh nothing's free guys and you needed to take up a bit of a kitty and uh, everybody needed to chuck in 20 credits and you were able to uh, buy them for 100 credits. Sounds good. That's Man, cool. That's, that's actually, that's actually pretty cheap. good. It's, um, that's so unlike you, Tom. Yeah. Sure. Usually everything you have us to buy is uh, super overpriced. So thanks. It's a motion sensor for a door in, in space times. I mean, it's um, surely they're pretty I'm, standard. I'm, like, Burzen just wants to say... Can we can we not put those motion sensors on the bedroom doors or the toilet doors? Like there should be a lock, you know. It's not just it automatically opens. It's just if you lock it. So I mean, there are few options. If you're sleeping or if it's a toilet, it can. I lock. assumed you were going to the two credit shop and just got the budget ones. But sure. I'm kind of, I kind of imagine that the, the ship's so budget, it's just prison rules in the in the toilet. Like there's no doors. There's, you know, it's like we're all we all really know each other really well. Yeah, no, I, I want there to be like a feature where we can push like a big red emergency button or speak to the ship and go emergency, and it overrides everything. It opens all doors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to push it. You have to say it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Verbal cues. I want a verbal open cue. Open all doors. Someone's in the toilet. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, anybody else want to do anything specific while we're in the drift? Um, Burzen just like, he doesn't want to be, but it just comes out sometimes based on his relationship with his stepfather. Sometimes, like, sometimes he's just like overly hard on Brandon. Yeah. Like if Brandon's asleep, he's like, you're sleeping too long. You need to get, you need to get up. What are you, it's it's two o'clock in the afternoon by Castrovellian time. I'm sorry, I was just I was pretty tired. Been doing lots of work. Sawbones is trying to train me to do stuff. Just getting a bit tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sorry, kid. Sorry. Or like he's leaving. He doesn't do his dishes, and he leaves like dirty dishes and fucking cutlery and stuff all over the place. It like you go in his room, and it's just plates and cups. And you're in the kitchen. You're like, where 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 are all the mugs? <laughs> yeah, my world's my galaxy's greatest captain mug is like <laughs> in his room all the time. <laughs> I just it's just the perfect size for the for a double coffee. No, Brandon, it's mine. It's I'm I'm the galaxy's greatest captain, okay? I know, I I don't think I just I cover it up when I drink. It's fine. But Sawbones got me that. It's very important to me. Stop using right. my things and Okay. Come on. Clean up clean out your room. So much trash and go, we're going to get space rats. Uh, I'm right here. <laughs> oh no, sorry, Sawbones. <laughs> okay, so I meant I, I, that's not what I meant. I apologize <laughs> to the Yusoki people. My, my whole family is Yusoki. It's well, pretty of pretty offensive. I, again. No, I I mean like the small little ones. Okay, how about? I mean, wait, I for one no, think wait, that it's wait, good to no, have wait. space how about rats. Space ants, you know. That's how we get space ants. I think we should better? be inclusive on this ship. Okay, but, guys, guy. Right, Brandon yeah. No, yeah, we got gotcha. you. I'm gonna have to give back this mug. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, got my space BlackBerry out, tapping a note to like HR to complaining about what a racist you are. <laughs> <laughs> and um Burzen <laughs> looks up at another corner and it says space rats are people too 
I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at Sawbones and I'm just nodding with oh, approval. Atros sign. Oh no. I'm gonna get in so much trouble for this. Astro, is there anything you'd like to do? Yeah, so I'd like to spend the time. So I can do astrogating and like stargazing and sort of mapping out. And um, I'd like to spend some time just trying to like perfect the maps that I've got in my brain from what I've got on the um, computer. And just like, I, I like want to go through all of the constellations and make sure that I've got them just so. Um, and I want to, when I'm not doing that, tinker away with both the door sensors and the um, my little bantam bot. I want to just make sure he stealths up to scratch and uh, yeah, that he's ready to go in and help us out when we uh, land next. As you, are you doing any upgrades or changes to Bantam? Always, always. That's kind of the the whole thing. Yeah, take him apart, have a look inside, see what I can improve. My yeah. plan is to make him the stealthiest little thing around. Yeah, cool. Just uh, remembering mechanically as well uh, that this is more than enough time to, if you did want to make any modifications to him then you can do that like legally that's fine because you can do that as a mechanic all you need is 24 hours and you can make modifications to your drone as you're tinkering away with bantam there you kind of feel a presence behind you Uh, i'm going to turn around and have a look and see if i can spot what's hello astro oh (laughs) (laughs) oh cap you again it's just brandon brandon standing there hey Sorry, yeah. <laughs> none of none of us are interacting with each other. It's all just like it's all interactions with Brandon. <laughs> Sorry, Astra, I, d- I didn't mean to startle you or anything. I just I'm trying to hide from Sawbones. <laughs> he keeps trying to train me to do stuff, and <laughs> he's got you on the guns again, hey? Yeah, and you know I shot that guy's cans. He was really angry. <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to annoy anyone. And then the captain's been on my ass, trying to get me to clean all the time. You can hang oh, out man. here, dude. Thank you. Totally okay. What are you? What's what's going on with this? Yeah, look, uh, this is Bantam, the drone. You've seen him a few times. I'm just trying to make him a you know a little bit better. See if we can get him working a bit smoother. Get his little arms functioning. Strap oh, a gun to him. I know you don't like cool. the guns, but we've got to strap a gun. Well, you know, I guess you guys have told me some of the stories of things that have happened to you, and I guess sometimes you need one. Hey. Absolutely. Even the drone. Yeah. Hey, what's... What's that? And he points to the... Your necklace is kind of hanging out as you were leaning over Bantam there. Oh, yeah. Um, no, so this this is just... It's fine. Um, do you know anything about Desna? Desna? Desna. Yeah, Desna. She's, uh, she's pretty special to me. Uh, she looks after us out here. She's... Well, she's luck. She follows me around and makes sure that our missions are safe. And she's everywhere and is amazing. And you should probably pray to her too. <laughs> is so is, is she a god? Yeah. Yeah. She's the god of luck and space travel. Oh, okay. We just, we never had anything like that on, uh, on Vestamal. My father always told me that there's no such thing as the gods and well the only thing we can believe in is ourselves. You take a look outside and see all those stars and tell me that there isn't something more. He kind of just contemplates that for a moment. 
smiles to himself. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. So after the five days pass... And that excellent pitch to become a follower of Desna from Astra. <laughs> what a pitch. <laughs> and after the indoctrination is complete... <laughs> he wears a butterfly tattoo. <laughs> Is it, is it a. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it, check out my tattoo, guys! <laughs> right above his butt? <laughs> no, it's, it's on, it's on, his, it's on face. his face. The wings are, the wings are on his eyes. He's like a monarch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I close my eyes, it looks like the wings are flapping. <laughs> we've, we've held down this 14 year old. Tattooed a butterfly on his face. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Hold still! <laughs> yeah, so you guys are uh, approaching Akaton, which is a pretty barren desert world. Looking through it at the, in the forward viewfinder, it's uninspiring, to say the least. What color is it? Is it pockmarked? Is it, like, various colors? Yeah, it's, it's reds, oranges, yellows, that sort of thing. There's not a lot of uh, cloud cover around it because it is mostly desert. Uh, I mean, there are bodies of water, but it is... I imagine what, like, Mars looks like. Cool. It was once a, a, a great built-up hub. Very valuable minerals were mined there, and it helped with uh, sublight space travel, as I mentioned before. But now, since the discovery of the drift, it's just fallen down, down, down. And it's mostly just junk, junkyards, junk sorting, that sort of thing. People just barely scraping to get by. Um, there are marketplaces. Uh, in fact, you guys are heading to uh, the Hive Markets, which is one of the biggest uh, marketplaces on Akuton. But there's a insane wealth gap. You know, 99.99 repeating of the residents are dirt poor and are lucky to have a job that pays anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the rest are the guys like you're delivering to. So, Astro, where are we headed? Uh, just getting the coordinates now radio in and see if we can get some uh, landing uh, approval. Astro, you've been to Akaton before. You know that there is no such thing oh. on Akaton. Pick a spot as close to the market as you can get, and that's where your ship lands. All right. There's no landing control. There's nothing like that. You just... Yeah, do, we, do we fly around for like 20 minutes looking for somewhere with a bit of shade? We go, we go to like go into a spot, but someone beats us there. They're backing in while we're trying to like go in head first. Yeah, and then you just like <laughs> Mr. Bean, someone out of the way. You just bump their <laughs> ship out and you take their spot. It goes down a hill, slides into a big into the June Sea. <laughs> You're able to find a spot after a, a little while. It's a, a little ways out of uh, the hive market, so you'll need to grab your cart to to drive in. All right. Okay, guys, load her up. Brandon, come on. You too. All right. Oh no, 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 right, no. You stay, Brandon. You stay on the ship. Sorry. Great. You guys are loading it up, loading it all up, getting it all ready, and uh, as that's happening, his voice behind you. Hey, hey. Yeah. Huh? Turn around, and there's this this hunched over, graying Yosoki kind of waddling up to you. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, you, you, you want me to clean the drift gunk? Off your ship. It looks all gunked up. I'm looking up. I can see. Uh, oh, yeah. Look at that. There's a, there, look at the spots up there. And he's kind of just like ra- randomly pointing, pointing yeah, to I wanna, your I ship. I want to have a look at what he's pointing at. Does it look all gunked up? 
Yeah, make a perception check. Perception. Okay. Or, you know, you can make uh, engineering or something else relevant, you feel. 16. Okay, engineering. So 21. Yeah, there's, there's no such thing as drift gunk. This guy, <laughs> you know, he's... he's and uh, give, me a, give me a sense motive. It's looking pretty bad, I can see. I don't even want to do a sense motive. Can I just turn to him? Uh, I mean, I, I don't want to interrupt everyone else if they do a sense motive check, but I just want to turn to him and just say, like, uh, you know what? I'm going to get to it, but, uh, hey, you needed 20 credits? Here, 20 from from me. Uh, hey, hey, for, tiny. For a good hustle. Tiny. I like your hustle. Oh. What are you doing? And then I, I want to no, hand him 20 tiny. credits. Don't Quick give as a any flash, money. it disappears as if it was never there. Okay, okay, I'll, 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 I'll go. I'll go. And he kind of, like, starts waddling up to your ship. And uh, he, he, he like kind of opens up this satchel bag he has, pulls out a little brush. No, no, and no. And he starts no, scrubbing man. the hold, ship. Hold, hold. And in, in Yosoki, I want to say to him, no, you don't need to. <laughs> I'm saying I'm paying you uh, for your hustle. I, I like I like the hustle. You don't have to do anything, man. No, that's it's just, just this my, is my, uh, not a hustle. Not a, and like you know how Yoda hits R two D two with the stick. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he starts doing to you yeah. to like get you away. <laughs> I, 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 I earn my money. I earn it. Tiny, tiny, just all right, all let right. him go. Okay, let man, go. You, you do you. Ah. Yeah, I'm totally sensing his <laughs> I got an 11. This seems like yeah. he's totally yeah. dodgy, man. I got 14. He's hey, He's just... He seems he's so dodgy. He's a hard story. He's just, he's just trying to make some money. Nah, he's yeah. a nice guy. He's just a grifter. He's just trying is to make some money. Or is he getting real close to our ship? Well, that's what Tiny thinks. He's Shoot him! <laughs> I'm just saying, Tiny doesn't want to do a sense motive because Tiny trusts this guy <laughs> implicitly. I think he's dodgy. Mark, what did you get? He's way better than that brand. I only got a 10. Yeah, I mean, he seems like a... Just like some old yeah, guy I think, trying I think to make we a all, What you really meant to say there, Tom, was everybody trusts him implicitly because we all got under, like, 15. <laughs> I, I want to strike up a combo with him if I can. Hey. <clears throat> Yeah. Hey, friends, oh. just, just stop, stop fucking trying to clean the ship of this imaginary scarce gun. Come over here. I'll, I'll give you some cash if you can give me some information. Oh, oh okay. I, 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 can, I can do that, but I, I got to clean your ship. I, I got paid for cleaning your ship. I got to clean no, it. Don't, don't worry bombs. about that. Tiny, tiny's a sucker. Just take the you money. You gave him money to clean the ship. All right, all right. You can clean the ship afterwards, okay, if you really want to. And Burzen is like... I need, I need you to do I need you to do the viewfinder I need you to clean out the filters and you know any any of this drift gunk that you find make just get rid of it okay 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 I can do that captain thank uh, you and I like I flick him another 10 oh and what you want an information yeah so listen friend we're here to you know do some legitimate work right? we're here to do some deliveries and stuff but right it right like taps yeah. his nose <laughs> yeah yeah that's right that's right um but look, you seem like the sort of guy who knows what's what on the streets, and and I can imagine that you might know of some, you might know of some other maybe less, you know, legitimate work that we could get here. Are you aware of anyone who, you know, could use the services of, of either a you know some some logis- a, a a non-scrupulous delivery company, uh, as you might as you might say, or even he gives a he gives a smile in his yellowy brown teeth <laughs> yeah I know some guys Astra's super dodgy on this guy <laughs> I, I like um, Sawbones' um, 
He's always sniffing out a business opportunity. Person's all about it. <laughs> Just leaves him to yeah, it. I'm loading crates, but I'm I'm giving sly eye. It'd be nice. It'd be nice to earn some credits without having to pay the company tax, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You wanna. You wanna. When you you're you're heading into the markets. Yeah. I we're heading into the markets. Okay. Okay. All right. You wanna. You wanna head to the uh to the fruit market district. You head to the melons import shop, and you ask for Ilmi. I've got you. Ilmi, tell him, tell, tell him, uh, tell him, Crit sent you. Crit. Crit. Okay, got it. Thanks, Crit. And um, uh, can you tell me a little bit about um the sort of work that Ilmi does? Uh, he looks up at your ship and then over at your crates. He does what you're doing. What, what is it that you think we're doing, friend? Oh, nothing, nothing. Ah, he taps his nose again. This is entirely legitimate. I don't know why you keep touching your fucking nose. <laughs> no, like, I know, you know, I know. He goes back to scrubbing the ship. <laughs> entirely legitimate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> can I, um, can I, like, I want to roll either a sense motive or a culture to, to check, um, like, if, if what I, what he's telling me is on the up and up and, like, we're actually going to get some work here. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, do a sense motive, see if he's... Oh, nat- Natty 20. So 23. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys have given this guy plenty of money. Uh, he, maybe he was, he seems like the kind of guy who maybe he was in the game many years ago, um, but ever since then, you know, he's lost his body, lost his mind a little bit, and, uh, you know, maybe he's not communicating quite as clearly as he could have once upon a time. But, uh, yeah, it seems like, you know, maybe it could be a goer. Um, Tom, I know you don't have cool. a huge amount of voices in your repertoire, but, it, like, that's one of my favourite ones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The seedy, the seedy old guy. So good. Hey, what are you ah, doing? Ah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, look, we've we've got we've got plenty to do on the planet, guys. Let's load up and and uh, get this delivery done, and then maybe we can swing by the swing by the market and see what we can find. I hear the melons are good this season. Oh, melons, you say? What did you what do you what do you find <laughs> for us, sawbones? He gets it. He gets it. Great melons. That's what we've got, oh. Captain. Astra's just shaking her head while she's loading the crates. So totally dodgy. You guys load up. And you out. head into head into town. Who's driving? Astra that would always. Be me. Astra, cool. <laughs> always me. Who else? Yeah. yeah. Touch my vehicle. Jeez, possessive. So as you guys are going in, <laughs> you see lots of different creatures. It's the the hive market is well, it's it's a hive. There's all sorts of uh, beings from all corners of the galaxy, you know, doing business, this and that. And what's really special about the hive market is about half of it's above ground and then half of it is actually below ground in natural caverns and tunnels and caves and stuff uh, to beat the heat and that sort of thing. But you aren't heading directly for the markets right now. As you reach these outskirts, you turn off and head down a road signed Calderon Estate. And as you leave this industrial slum-like area on the outskirts, there's a huge stretch of road that's actually really well-maintained and paved. There's trees and plants lining it all the way down. And at the end is this immense dome. It glistens like a jewel in the hot Akiton sun. And it's ringed by a very tall wall. 
driving along. There's workers there maintaining the plants. Some of them look up at you in your air-conditioned cab and wipe their brows before getting back to work. As you get closer, there's a set of heavy steel gates and a guard post next to them. A guard pops out, waves you down. Sorry, I just immediately thought of the Wizard of Oz. (laughs) Ain't nobody, ain't no how! A big old mean-looking Vesk steps out. What's your business? Uh, we got a delivery here for uh, Xander Calderon. Did I say that right, guys? Did I call de- it's Calderon. Oh, thank, thank you, thank you, my friend. Uh, Calderon. Just wait a moment. He disappears, and then you see him kind of flipping through something, and he comes back out. Yeah. Okay. So, once I open the gates, you want to head in, and then once you're inside the dome. Uh, you'll see a sign that's for the loading bay on the left. You take that left, okay? Did you get that? I heard. I heard. I got that. Okay. Thanks, pal. All right. And he goes back inside, presses a button, and these huge metal gates open up. And he gives you a wave as you head on through. And as you drive through, you're greeted with these inner gardens and they're covered in hardy grasses succulent plants you know tan bark on the ground uh, trees with bulging trunks designed to withstand the extreme heat uh, and you can already feel it's a lot more temperate here you know the the, the heat is being absorbed yeah, by there's like there's some humidity yeah yeah, yeah. exactly um, it, the, the heat's not as harsh and dry and you're not even inside the biodome yet. You see a sign ahead that directs you to the loading bay area. All right, well, that's where I'm heading. You turn off the main road and you follow it around to a side entrance. And there's another large set of doors attached to the dome itself. And another security guard that waves you through and they open them up. And as you enter the dome, it's like night and day. The temperature drops significantly, and the air that fills your lungs is super clean and crisp. But it's not—it's not that like harsh, like desert heat sort of air. Yeah, like that would be—that'd be so mental going from one to the other so quickly. Yeah. So is it a—is it a forested area, or is it like like lawns and stuff, like like a botanical garden sort of thing? So you follow this road as it snakes through the biodome, and. All around you, you can see plants and trees, uh, much more tropical than it was outside. They range from, you know, a few feet to dozens of feet high. And as you look up, you can see in the canopy there's birds and all sorts of other wildlife moving around the place. As we're going through, Tom, um, I want to be on like heightened alert, looking at all of the plants and and all of the things we're driving past. Um, and I'm looking for either, like, very specifically, a, a black lotus plant. Um, uh, but more generally, if uh, if there's any plants that I recognise that have like medicinal or poison qualities, um, I just want to sort of have my radar out for them. Yeah, cool. But but particularly, I'm looking for the black lotus plant. <laughs> okay. Uh, give me a perception check. Uh, perception. All right. Twenty-one. Yeah. The plants that you're seeing in this area, they're all pretty generic. It doesn't look like there's anything particularly rare here. 
So you continue on and head down this little ramp to this underground loading bay. As you pull in there, you see there's another much larger vehicle already there from a, a different company. And they're unloading crates marked Fragile. As you're approaching, a dwarf with dark red hair and a braided beard comes over and waves at you and kind of directs you into an empty bay. Right, yeah, that, that, that's good. Right there. Okay. Okay, right, you're, uh, you're the lot from Edge Corp, right? Yeah. That we are. All right. These are all the plants? Yeah, all these strange-shaped crates. The trapezoids, the ones with a curve. Very hard to ship. I think, you know, uh, hey. we should. there should be some kind of extra charge involved with shipping crates like this. It's, um, it's logistically very difficult. He just cocks an eyebrow at you and looks down at his personal computer that he's working off. All right, so I'll get my lads to check all the crates, and then if everything's in order, we'll unload them all. Oh, you'll find everything is in order, sir. He just looks at you. I'm sure we will. Oh, I'm, I'm sure you will. Uh, if you'd like, there's some refreshments over there. Tea, coffee, drinks, some snacks. But uh, please don't leave the loading bay area. Why? Because I've asked you not to. Sure. So listen, friend, I'm, I'm a bit of a, you know, horticulturist myself. I, I've got a real green thumb. Would it be okay if I wandered the gardens a little bit and had a look around? Uh, no, I'm sorry. Absolutely not. Oh, why is that, mate? Uh, because it's not my gardens. It's uh, Mr. Calderon's gardens, and it's not open to the public. Oh, well, is Mr. is Mr. Calderon around? I'd love to bend his ear a little bit about this beautiful collection he's got. Well, I'm uh, sure you could uh, make an appointment with him. You can contact his office, and he flips out a business card, hands it over to you, and uh, I'm sure you could arrange something. Now, if you don't mind, I've, uh, my lads need to inspect these crates, okay? Because oh, they can't stay okay. in these boxes for too long. And as you guys are going and talking, there's this just crash <gasps> behind you. And you turn around, and one of these fragile crates has just fallen over, smashed open. And this dwarf looks furious. What the fuck is wrong with you? And he walks up to one of these guys and just fucking slaps him oh. across the face. What the fuck? fuck do you think you're doing? Can you see that? And he grabs him by the neck and he holds his face right up to the crack. Can you see what that says? I, I, I see it. I see it. What does it say? It, 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 it says fragile. Fragile. That's right. That means it can fucking break. And you just fucking broke it. Now pick up all these pieces. And we'll see what Mr. Calderon has to say about this. He lets him go and kind of collects himself and, you know, straightens up his jacket. And then he just walks back to your cargo load as if nothing happened. Starts looking at his sheet. Everybody make a perception check. Damn it. Nine. Yeah, I got a nine too. Ooh, finally rolled. Okay. That is a... Uh, oh, but my perception's <laughs> low. That I is a, a 21. <laughs> Yeah, Burzen and uh, Tiny, you can, like, maybe the, the angle that you're standing, you can see, like, some of the stuff that's come out of this crate. And it looks like very, uh, very old, old looking, like, artifacts, like things like that. Um, 
No, not like a mummy. Just, you know, there's maybe like some pottery and, you know, something else. It, it, it looks like maybe it was part of like a stone tablet or something. There's maybe some writings on it that you guys don't recognize. Definitely a mummy. And, you know, this guy's kind of just picking up these pieces and, you know, putting them back in. I, um, I, I, I just like nudge Sawbones and like get the other, get the other two's attention. I'm like, oh, okay. But you're glad I'm not like <laughs> that guy. Tiny, if I were to hazard a guess, I'd say they're shipping a mummy over there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is the water gin all over again. I want to, I want to like, I just want to surreptitiously, um, see if I can look at the other truck, what they're unloading and see if I can see like a sarcophagus or something. <laughs> Make a perception check. How many scarab beetles do we see? Uh, that's a 21. Are there any other sar- sarcophagi? <laughs> Or scarab beetles. Or any scorpion kings. <laughs> Shockingly, no. To all of those. <laughs> so the scorpion rest, queens. you can see the, the rest of the uh, crates are being unloaded very, very carefully, but they're all stamped fragile like this other one was. Um, you know, all uh, all pretty uniform sizes. Unlike yours that are all quite strange. Trapezoids and all kinds of stuff, yeah. With my knowledge of loading and unloading trucks. <laughs> of logistics. Like, how long would it take them to roughly, like, unload that other truck? Probably don't have much longer left to go. So I want to, like, go in and get a coffee and a, a chocolate bar or a muffin or something, whatever the refreshments are that are in there. Are there any, are there any like, space snacks that yeah, you've got yeah. names for in there? Galaxy Crunch? Sure, yeah, there's... Uh, um, <laughs> Uh, Spaces brand yep. muffins. There's Galaxy Crunch. Um, there's mm. m- Moon Milk. <laughs> yeah. Favorite. Brandon's like, he's just like, oh my god, and he's just going nuts. I told him to stay on the he's ship. Like he's like eating all he's these things. Here. He stayed on the sure, ship. We lived in I lo- the ship. <laughs> no, what? Yeah, he's, we told him to stay on the ship. Ain't no way he's I thought, here. Oh, I thought you were joking. <laughs> no, 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 okay, no, it's canon. He's here now. He's, that, that guy can totally suck a lemon. He's here as far now. As he can, <laughs> it's canon. <laughs> What? He, sn- he, he he thought the captain was joking, what? and the captain he- is furious that he's here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what? just just uh, just uh, just be aware. Lots of eye rolls Brian, <laughs> as he goes Brian, crazy over these snacks. I told you to stay on the okay. ship. Yeah, he's he's eating them. What are you doing here? Huh? He looks at you like eyes wide, mouth full of muffin. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Huh? I I well, thought you were joking. Why are you here? You'd like, you know, like, hey, one of the boys, like you said, right? You're always joking with me, breaking my balls. I thought, oh, he doesn't want me to stay on the ship. He wants come me on. to come. You got to stay, stay with the ship. I told you to. That's captain's orders. Uh, don't worry. I locked it. That uh, And like okay. that old guy's okay. there still cleaning. It's fine. Not no. cool. That old guy is so dodgy. <laughs> Mari is mortified. Brandon, while, you, while you're here, <laughs> make sure you take all the galaxy crunch, okay? Just stuff them in your pockets. Go. Go get... What? Brandon. I think it's just one per person, Captain. Did you hear what I said? What? Cap- Captain's orders. Y- Galaxy yes, Crunch. Yes, now. Captain. Go. Okay. Okay. He starts <laughs> stuffing them in all his cargo pockets and his jumpsuit and everything. Take the moon milk, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, with a with a Galaxy Crunch and, uh, like, a cup of... A, a hot cup of joe... I want to like just walk over to the to the guys that were unpacking the other truck and just like casually while the like where the dwarf maybe he's like focused on something else just be like so so what are you guys uh what are you guys 
unloading here? Uh, just just these crates. Oh, well, I saw you know, I saw the, the other guy just you know unloading crates. You know your friend the the dwarf over there got really mad. You broke one. I mean you know you don't want to break crates, but it looked like it had ceramics or something in there. We've, we've got plants and stuff on our one. So this guy, he works for this, you know, shipping company, whoever brought it over there. He's one of these delivery guys. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, this, I, I, I think, yeah, there's like artifacts or like this, this guy's, oh, sorry, Mr. Calderon's really into sure. his history. I think some of these are, you know, some no, very fancy that. artifacts yeah. and stuff mm. like that. Yeah. You, you see any mummies? Sarcophagi? Yeah. What? Mummies? No, I, I. Hey, pal, I should probably get back to hey, it. Hey, you know, you know there's one thing you don't want to do. You don't want to crack open a sarcophagus and, you know, unleash it, the plagues upon Akaton. You know, you know what I'm saying? What I don't want to unleash is that dwarf. Yeah, he kicked Steve's What's ass, it? man. I gotta get you back to it. You guys should work. have like a union or something. Just, he just goes. Okay. Bye. Is is the captain anywhere near, like a? Uh mirror or like a uh, or like a window or something like is there like a window between this area and another sure i just want to use my token spell to make like the kind of reflection of a mummy <laughs> in a sarcophagus yeah i've got my, I've got my coffee I'm okay doing, you know, like take it take a bite of my galaxy crunch and i turn and i look at the window what do i see what do i see tom i know what do i see ben <laughs> Oh, it's like, uh, it's, uh, oh, Tiny just kind of, like, casts a spell, and, and it looks like, it looks like a sarcophagus, but it's, like, just, just out of the corner of your eye, and maybe just a little bit of the mummy, like, as it's, like, closed, the sarcophagus is closed, and, like, kind of goes out of <laughs> eye, eye shot, and you, for a second, you thought you saw. Like, spill, like, spill yeah. my coffee. Oh, 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 God, I got coffee all over myself. What was that? I look around. Trying to see where the reflection of that sarcophagus was. Seeing, seeing things. Captain Burzen. Yo. And he walks up to you with his personal computer. My boys have finished checking the crates, and it all looks good. Well, I told you everything would be in order. That you did? Yeah. My name's Ferrari. I take care of the day-to-day here at the Biodome. And I have to say, I'm quite impressed with not only the condition of the cargo, but also the time in which you arrived well you know we understand that plants need they need to be in the ground you can't just keep them in a you know in a in a box in a trapezoid uh maybe you know as we got here so fast everything's in such good condition there might be a little uh, bonus involved i want to roll a um plumacy check on that yeah go Let's ahead we roll like a fucking two it's a natty 18 for a 25 i tell you what i can't give you any extra credits what I can do. I'll speak to Mr. Calderon. We've been looking for somebody reliable. As you know, Mr. Calderon does a lot of mining. Yeah. And there are certain products that we mine that are of quite high value. Oh, I bet. And, well, our last crew that we entrusted these things with, they're no longer available to us. Sure, sure. So we've been looking for somebody else reliable, reliable to help out with us. They call me Burzen Reliable Castor. I'll put a word in with Mr. Calderon, if you're interested. Yes, I'm interested. All right. Well, we'll uh, get all this unloaded, and then I'll speak to Mr. Calderon today. You're not any in any rush to get off-world, are you? 
no, no, I mean, there's some other jobs we could take, but someone like, uh, you know, as well-known and connected as Mr. Calderon, then we'll stay, we'll stick around. All right, I'll tell you what. We'll unload this, and then I'll let you guys know in in the next few hours, probably before the end of the day. All right? Great. I, yeah, I, we've got some... Um, got some other errands to run so uh here's my number and i like hand over my my business card you just you give me a call when you're ready i uh i will thanks and so they finish unloading all the crates and you guys head out your trailer folds up and you head on out what are you gonna do head to the hive market or something chase some melons aren't we spend some time there yeah go to the melon shop melons okay I haven't done that since I was a young man. <laughs> Getting out of the Calderon estate and towards the fruit section in the hive markets to maybe check out a lead that you got from Crid, the windshield washing Yusuke. As you get closer to the markets, all of the streets become really narrow and the buildings are wonky and it, it's quite difficult to navigate. And with all of the sounds and the movement around the place, things start to get a bit hectic. Driving the cart through and, you know, you're beeping the horn, like, bah, 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 and, like old ladies are like trying to pull their carts out oh. of the way, like, uh, and say, hey, I'm walking here. Do we hit a pram? All the rest of it. Then we think it's a baby, but it's actually full of cans and rubbish. I drive too well to hit pram. And no, my cans. <laughs> what is it with you guys and cans? This happened to my cousin. He lives in the drift. <laughs> <laughs> and you head That's off dumb. and you you get to the the fruit market right. the fruitera we're checking out yeah, the melons there's fruit everywhere uh, as you out. go Let's in go check out some melons. Uh, there's yeah. just this beautiful sweet smells just caress your noses Ooh. you know fruits from all over the the galaxy some of them you guys recognize uh, maybe they came from around where you're from some of them are a lot more foreign and, you know, all ranging in prices. Um, some of these, uh, you know, it's all really well shaded in this area as well. And there's like uh, like misting hoses set up and they kind of like keep everything moist and, and the area quite cool. All right. And when you guys uh, head there, they've got more melons than you've ever seen in your life. They got big melons, small melons, round melons, oblong melons. Do they have trapezoid melons? They do. Burzen really wants to try one of these trapezoid melons. What color is it? Um, it's orange. Ooh. Guy comes up and says, Oh, I, I, I see you got a fine eye there. That's that's one of our specially grown melons. They, you know, we put them in a special cage before we grow them. That's what gives them their beautiful, delicious trapezoid shape. Easy to cut up as well for kids' parties. Well, I don't <laughs> care about that, but... It's a trapezoid. We were pretty funny looking it's a, melons. It's such a funny, strange, weird looking melon. It's I've got to eat it. What what's it taste like? Well, you're gonna have to find out. It's uh five credits for this bad boy. I'll give you two credits. Tell you what, let's do three. Done. You got a knife? Uh, knife's gonna be an extra credit. <laughs> you just, uh, I I've got my own knife. Pull, pulls out a um pulls out his combat knife. Sprays some um some hand sanitizer on it. So you got to be space COVID safe. Um, of course. <laughs> wipes it off again. Cuts up, cuts up, what, cuts it up, cuts a slice through it. What color is it on the inside? It's green on the inside, Ooh, but like it's, it's, a, it's almost like a like a bright neon green on the inside with uh, with red seeds. Whew, guys, look at this melon. Not only is it a trapezoid and orange, but it's green, bright green on the inside. He's really excited. 
he pulls it out and takes takes the slice and starts eating it and just like jamming it into his face. Oh, you, do you feel okay about shedding, Captain? That nope. looks that looks delightful. Hey, and he like I hand him I like flick the knife over blade in my hand and hand him the hand saw bones the handle. Go for your life. This thing is amazing. Oh, What's it taste like? Thanks. Everybody cutting it up and eating some? I am. Sure. No, I'm looking around and seeing if I can find this Elmi person. Sure. Everybody takes a bite and you eat it. And it tastes like nothing because melons taste like nothing. <laughs> Worst fruit ever. <laughs> uh, I was thinking about that today. Like, you must, you must have the melon gene, man. <laughs> I hate melons. Hate the melon. No, uh, I don't get it. No, You're it's so uh, it, it's it's soft. It's uh, sweet, but it's got like a little bit of a just almost like a quaint bitterness about it as well. That's quite enticing, and you feel really refreshed after eating. It's like having a a, a cool glass of water on a on a warm day. Astra, give me a perception check. All right. Uh, nineteen. Yeah, you can see that there's this kind of front portion of the shop, but then up the back inside the actual shop. There's a counter with a guy standing behind it, and he doesn't look like he sells melons. And there's a door behind him. Ooh, nice. Hey, Cap. Hey, Cap. Have you finished with your melon yet? Because uh, I'm pretty sure I've found where we need to go. Huh? Check it. Who? Check out the guy over there. I reckon I reckon that's the one we've come for. I look over. Just like mouthful of melon. Mouthful of delicious melon, melon with a slight bitterness to it that's very quaint. Um, <laughs> and refreshing. And refreshing. I feel so refreshed. And I look over, it's like, oh. And I, like, I look down at Sawbones. Sawbones, you want to go and, uh, and strike up a conversation? I sort of look look up at him and, and there's like melon juice just dripping from my rat beard. Like this. <laughs> oh, um, oh, oh, hey, Captain, let me just finish this melon. It's fucking fantastic. It's right. right. And I'm just like, it's amazing. Just like really like munching right in there and then i throw the rind away and like spit the seeds out between my teeth hold hey, on let's go oh hey sawbones bit of respect and then i turn to hey, brandon i enjoy my melons man don't tell me how to do brandon can you can you clean this up come on let's go <laughs> yeah, sure thing chop, chop. he picks them up yeah so the cap and i saunter over um i go ah, hello friend are you ill me who wants to know and there's this bald, stocky human there. Uh, my name's uh, my name's Peyton. Um, I was I was told by a fellow Yusoki who you know was very kindly offering to clean the space gunk off my ship. Um, his name's Crid. Yeah, his name was Crid. He, t- he told me to ask after you. I'm, you know, we're we're here. We we're, we're doing the odd jobs, and um, you know, we've got a we we haul transport and cargo, and we're also quite capable of just doing odd jobs on world if you want as well. He, he said that you might be in need of um, might be in need of a hand. <laughs> Crid told you that, did he? Aye, yeah, we Crid. Do you know him? You know who I'm talking about? He's like. Old, wiry, grey, Yusoki hair. Yeah, I know the old bastard. He swindled us out of a fair bit of cash, I'm not going to lie. Hey, Yeah, no. I can imagine he did. He didn't swindle us, guys. Tiny over there just, like, he just, he just looked at him and Tiny gave him 20 credits. He's got the gift of the, of the, of the grift. He's got the gift of the grift. <laughs> Look how proud he is. <laughs> Very, I'm so proud. That was great. I'm a poet. I didn't even know it's it. It's almost as good as uh, Fancy Pants Plants. 
<laughs> no, I'm on a roll today. Right. Now, what exactly are you looking for here? I'm sorry, I don't know anything about you, but you seem to know a lot about me. What is it you think that I do? Well, I think you're in the, the very legitimate business of, of shipping cargo around, if you know what I mean. And look, you don't have to, we, we can just, you know, we'll just buy some melons and fuck off if you want. But if you're in need of, of a reliable, trustworthy crew to do some work, we're just here offering our services, that's all. Right. Well, you're looking to move a bit of cargo, are you? Well, if that's what you need done. Yeah, that is what I need done. First things first. Do you care where this cargo's come from, where it's going? Or are you looking for something a little more above board? Depends on the price. Well, with greater risk comes greater rewards. Well, no doubt. So what are you looking for? Legitimate? Less than legitimate? Less less than, guys? Yeah, less than legitimate. Sounds like more fun. Least legitimate. Tiny, all right, tiny, tiny, tiny. Just fucking take it down a couple Keep of your notches, voice down. all right? This is very out of character for you. <laughs> hey, I'm not Brandon. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Someone call my name? <laughs> no. Get out of here, Brandon. <laughs> oh, all right. See ya. Get me, Brandon, get I me took some and spell a lemon and I say suck on it. <laughs> turn back to the group. Hey, wow, the hey. citrus is great for my scurvy. Is this, it doesn't is exist. This? It disappears the minute you touch it. Is it like ah. um, Tiny? Is it because he's the new guy and Tiny feels threatened because he used to be the new guy? So now Tiny's got to like protect his turf. No, I, I always dislike Brandon. I don't want to interact with him. Okay. Okay. Oh, poor, poor Brandon, Brandon, man. He lost the love of his life. He's lost four years. You're all so mean to him. God Brandon. damn. I, I, I'm cool with it. I just don't have to be his best friend. <laughs> Brandon, get me, get me some more trapezoid melons and get me some of those blue ones over there in the cold pot. All right. Can I have some credits to pay for it? Sure. Thanks. So what we're going to do now is we are going to make a roll on the cargo table. Ooh. Whenever you guys are in a location, uh, on a planet, in a city, and you do a bit of scouting out, uh, we can either... You ha- essentially have the option. You can role play out an interaction like we just did, or you can use some dice rolls to determine whether or not you find a contact. In this particular case, we've role played it out. And now uh, that you've sought some illegal cargo, I'm going to roll on the illegal cargo table to determine A, what kind of cargo it is, and B, how much of it there is. It's going to be like a Sicrelian tentacle beast. This this is essentially what you get is what there is. <clears throat> if you wanted, if you didn't like what it was, and maybe it's not enough money, maybe it's too high risk, maybe it's just too much for you. Like, oh, actually, I don't want to deal with that. Then you have to wait until the next day to do that. If you wanted more illegal cargo, however, if you didn't like what you heard and then you wanted to change to uh, legal cargo then that's certainly something you could do as well. Let's roll the dice. Let's see who's going to choose. Ben's one, Mark's two, Myers three, Daniel is four. Daniel. Ooh! Which... What are you going to roll? Well, I'm going to roll a d20, and you get to choose the color of the d20. Oh, choose the light and the blue one. That's a good one. 
<laughs> hey, you're not white, Daniel. The white with the that's, blue. That's yeah, the, good one. The, the, the toothpaste one. I'll, I'll choose the toothpaste one. <laughs> Fresh. Fresh. Okay, so you've that, gone that one with screwed the, me over multiple times on my campaign. <laughs> the white and the light blue dice. Let's roll it. Mm-hmm. So, uh... Okay, base. so i determined what it is, and now I'm going to determine the amount. Mommy. Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Just fuck, fuck the dice. Make it a mummy. <laughs> it has to be. It's or the only way full, the story has an arc yeah, to it. A creek full of scarabs and scorpions. Yeah, like the foreshadowing <laughs> earlier in the window. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep this deal under wraps. <laughs> oh my god, that was one of the worst things I've ever heard. <laughs> Oof. Okay. 40 mummies. <laughs> 40 <laughs> mummies. Oh, God. Okay. First, I rolled to determine what kind of cargo it was. Then I rolled to determine how much of it there was. And 40? then finally, Seven. I rolled the third dice to determine where that would be going. Only turns to you. Well, he kind of leans in a bit uh, yeah. the counter. And he says, <laughs> all right. I got some cargo for you. Now it's it's a bit, well, weird, but we got a bunch of sex toys. <laughs> no way. That sort of oh, what? No way. I know, I know, a bit weird, but there's a world out there in the vast called Virilia, and all this sort of stuff, it, it's all banned there. Oh, contraband. Sounds like a lucrative opportunity. Can I do a so? Um, I want to do a culture check to see what I know about um, that planet he mentioned, and just see if there's any validity or any room. Like, you know, have I heard rumors, or do I know the local laws there around like you know how contraband this stuff oh, is? Oh yeah, what the punishment sure. would be for being caught with this yeah. stuff? Caught trafficking is it like this? Taking drugs to Singapore where they take your head, or is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so you'll take a minus five. I've got a thing, knowledge thing here. Um, Fifteen, I rolled. Yeah, I, you don't. You haven't heard of this world specifically, but you know that out in the vast there are worlds like this. You know, highly religious worlds, that sort of thing. That they just don't go for this sort of thing. So it seems like it's a you know pretty reasonable thing. Right wing authoritarian governments. Um, All right. Sure. That's their classic for the weird sex toys. That that's the exact profile. Right, right. <laughs> so when when you say we can buy this, what what kind of price are we talking? And what who's the contact? And what kind of price are we likely to get? So it's business as usual. You buy it for me, and you take it to the location, and then you sell it for whatever you want, whatever you can get for it. But I'll sell it to you today for twelve hundred. How much does this cost normally? Like whole wholesale. Well, roll me a uh, knowledge sex toy. <laughs> I will. I'm high intelligence. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Give me straight intelligence. <laughs> that is a nineteen. Yeah. I mean, he's he's selling it like well below cost, but I mean, it's it's they're stolen goods, aren't they? He continues on. 
So, from what I've heard about this place, if you manage to get it there, sell it off, you're likely looking at a profit of, oh, say, 5,000 credits, 4,800. <laughs> I can, I can sort of, I, the captain and I have worked together longer, like a long time. I can see that he's about to negotiate. Um, and as he, just before he does, <laughs> I sort of, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to surreptitiously walk behind him and, and kind of like, like switch sides. And as I do, I'm just going to really slyly stab him in the kidney with a syringe. Oh. Um, and I'm going to give him a, a plus two enchantment bonus to skill checks using my biohack. <laughs> oh, wow. Tell me. For you, for really, for it to be worth our, our time, our, the effort, you're gonna have to knock a little, little off the price there. Twelve hundred. I mean, if we want to make an even five grand on this job, I, we'll give you a thousand dollars, a thousand credits for the toys, and be on our way. I mean, you come here, you eat my melons, and what? You don't think I'm giving you a fair deal? No, 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 no. Roll a diplomacy check. Kill me. You got me all wrong. Maybe I'm using the wrong tone. <laughs> To 19. Nah, you're all right, Burz, and I'm just fine. Oh, you. you bastard. All right, let's make it an even thousand. We'll call it a deal. Um, so that's 200 each from uh, the four of us and 200 from Brandon? Or do we just take Brandon's share of everything and make him pay for it? <laughs> <laughs> you can't touch him, though. No, I'll, 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 I'll pitch in for that. Oh. I got some money from the last job and. Yeah, sure. 200 each, guys. Hey. I've spent it under the uh, note of toys. <laughs> okay. Uh, just for my uh, space checkbook, I'm just going to put down uh, <laughs> pornography sex toys <laughs> under this transaction. No, no. Okay, yeah. Tiny. No. Illicit <laughs> pornography. Hey, I'm just saying, Captain, just for the record, everywhere else in the universe, this is not contraband. <laughs> it's the minute we get into the planet where it's contraband, where we have to be like, oh, when we said sex toys, we meant mex toys, you know, <laughs> like uh, Tex-Mex, delicious, yum, so, tacos. Yeah, so, I mean, did we figure out what the penalty would be for being caught with this shit on Valeron? <laughs> Virilia. Uh, no, you don't know. A severe talking to. And when do we get the <clears throat> mummy? to deliver. <laughs> <laughs> I, we, I was told there would be a mummy involved. <laughs> I'm waiting for this pyramid trip. It's a pyramid scheme, if anything. No, it's a trapezoid. They don't bury mummies in pyramids anymore. Proved to be too ah. costly. So then they turn them into trapezoids. So, you know, that you don't have that point. It's not as dangerous. Yeah, uh, it's and it's cheaper. Pyramid. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they, you make the deal, they load it all up. And as you all jump into the uh, truck, your communicator goes off frozen. Blip, 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 blip. It's an unknown number. Blip, blip. Answers. Hello. Captain Burzen. Yo. It's Ferrari. I work for Mr. Calderon. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ferrari, how are you? If you're still interested in that work we spoke about, I'd like you to come back by the estate, please. Uh, no, uh, no issue. We're on our way. All right. I'll, uh, I'll tell my crew. We'll be there, um, 20 minutes. Great. See you soon. Bloop. He hangs up. Hello? Okay, goodbye. Bloop. Sheepishly puts it, puts it back in my it pocket. like he said bye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should we maybe drop this cargo to the ship first? 
It's it's not a it's not a whole lot of cargo. Essentially, like, is it uh, obviously sex, sex toys? toys and porn on the side? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's enough that um, this stuff you can fit into like your smuggling compartment. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> so, I hear that, man. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's not a it's not a huge amount of stuff. Yeah, yeah the, the no, smuggling I'm compartment excited. doesn't have an auto open feature. No. <laughs> <laughs> that syringe you gave me, Mark, that's such a that's such a cool little thing. You just walk past yeah. and sticking with a sticking with a needle you're just is like a, oh. you're a techno bard. That's what you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically. Excellent. A stabby one, very stabby techno bard. <laughs> just like like Burzen Burzen was like half expecting it, but he was, it still was a surprise when it hit him. Yeah. <laughs> Your the class kidney. has such issues with like consent. <laughs> <laughs> just walk up and I shove a needle in him. <laughs> we talked about it earlier today. I you said I could do it randomly. <laughs> oh yeah, no, but we have a meeting every day about it. We do, yeah, we're, we're attuned. Yeah. On the same wavelength. I consent to being stabbed. You basically give me permission to stab you at any point in time yeah, every at day. Any, at any point in time, because I know that it's, we all know that it's going to be a That's benefit. so weird. There's trust. Like, There's trust. The organizers of whoever, like, you know, the game creators like okay yeah and then they'll stab each other <laughs> providing a plus two bonus uh, do we have to have them stabbing each other yes we have to have it's the whole it's, class feature it's, yeah it's key to the class gary it's key to the class get on board. i get to work on that cargo table where make sure number seven on it is porn <laughs> I'll have you know that that was entirely my creation. Thank you very much. Of course. Uh, you didn't go for mummy, so you're being punished. No mummy, no no fun. All right, you guys head in back to the to the biodome. You're directed up to the to the cargo bay area as you were before, and standing there with a couple of workers in front of some pretty worn-looking crates is uh, Ferrari. He waves you over, directs you in. He uh, slaps the box. Right, here it is. This cargo, it might not look like much. Yeah, you're right. But it's it's very important that it gets to where it needs to go. Sure. If you manage to do this, and in good time, and uh, keep it safe, I'm sure we could have a very prosperous partnership moving forward. Sounds like a, like a plan. Uh, uh, are we entitled to know what we're shipping here, or is it a mummy? It's probably better if you don't know. And he holds his hand out to shake. Captain, next time just say you need to know. Ferrari, as a captain of a ship, I need to know what I'm shipping. You don't need to tell me exactly what it is, but I need to have some idea of the potential danger I'm putting my crew in. You understand? Minerals. You're shipping minerals. And uh, what kind of payment can we expect for the safe delivery and safe passage of said minerals? Safe delivery? 5,000. Five, okay, done. Pulls out his, put out, <laughs> puts out his hand and shakes it. And as he turns slightly, he waves a hand to the dock workers behind him who start loading up the cargo. He turns back and says, Tell me, Captain, have you ever been to the sun? Funnily enough, I was born on the sun. <laughs> Spent a lot of grew, grew up on you know verses, but uh, no, I'm I'm familiar with the sun. Well, this lot here is destined for the burning archipelago, specifically 
the Vestrani gaming complex. Oh, sounds like we're in for a burning hot time. Am I right? <laughs> well then, it looks like everything here is in order. So, I bid you all a good day. He gives you all a nod and he turns. Hey, Ferrari, before you go, just a question. What happened to the last crew? Well, he just kind of gives a little smile and a grin. They didn't keep the cargo safe. And he turns around and starts walking away. So it all gets loaded up. You guys head back to the ship. As you're driving back, everybody give me a perception check. Ugh. Nine. Sixteen. Twenty-five. Four. <laughs> it's a five. No, twenty-four. Sorry. Math ain't my forte. Street smart, remember? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of you are off with the fairies, but Sawbones, maybe you're sitting up the front there with Astra, and around the same time, both of you clock that there's quite a few goblins that you've passed oh, by no. that seem to be eyeing you off as you drive back through the spaceport towards your ship. No goblins. Brandon. <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> Astra, did you see those fucking goblins? They're, they're giving us side eye. Not goblins again. Yeah, I'm totally changing up our route back. I have theme knowledge on the physical bodies of, of aliens and stuff like that, and alien species. You pervert. Can I use um, ghost sound? And I would, I want to know if there's like a sound that would freak out goblins a lot. Like a screaming banshee. There might be. Give me a life science check to see if you would know of something like this. Okay. I'll, um, I'll, I'll, I'll roll as well. We're talking about it. That is a 22. Did you assist me? 18 to assist. Nice. So that's a 24. Oh, plus my theme knowledge, which if you're gonna count, if you're counting that, then it, uh, it'd be a 29. You know that. Goblins uh, carry these nasty serrated blades. They're often rusty, made from bits of old scrap metal, covered in markings. They're called dog slicers. That's a bad word. And they're called that for a reason. They slice dogs. <laughs> it's maybe Cats, in their blood, passed down over the thousands of millennia since they inhabited old Galarian. Goblins are deathly terrified of large creatures like dogs. To them, they just call all of these things with four legs dogs. The vicious creatures that were likely once trained to hunt them down and kill nice. them. I want to I wanna make the sound of a pack of a thousand, a thousand. thousand dogs growling aggressively, guarding our car. And you see him go, wait, that's not practical. <laughs> <laughs> they can't fit a thousand dogs in there. <laughs> I'm counting on there goblin minds <laughs> as you do that and like this growling just reverberates through the streets there you see them like kind of shocked look around like ah, 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 and they kind of like scurry away and duck away and disappear ben that was excellent you can have a token there Ooh, a token of inspiration yeah. which will allow you to roll uh, re uh, roll a d20 twice and take the higher result just like advantage Ooh, nice. and I believe that's a, I think that's it the is. first one we've given out the second one I think Mark got one yeah, a while a second, ago yeah, I oh got one. no way oh, yeah. well I revoke that honest. one from Mark <laughs> and I give this one 
So it, that it should technically be the first, is uh, the first one that was given out. And my thing was cool too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it was. Uh, but no one remembers I, it. I remember it. Clearly what it was. Yes, me too. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, that was excellent. That, that was fantastic. You guys head back to your ship and it's, it, there's no more, you know, worries or bothers from any of these goblins sizing you up. As you get back, you see Crid there and... Your ship looks really fucking clean. Like, it could have rolled off the production line. That's a clean pig. Burzen just looks at Astra. It looks really good. Burzen looks at Astra and is like, and you didn't trust this guy. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a look around anyway. I, I wanna check. Uh, hey, hey, you got some you got some soul searching to do, sister. I'm totally gonna look around. I'm gonna check and see if the goblins have been nearby and like planted trackers or something. Hey, Creed, sure, you yeah. you really you know you outdid yourself. The ship, she is beautifully clean. I've not seen her this clean, ever. Um, and also that yeah. the name of that bloke that you gave us, uh, Ilmi. I mean, lovely, lovely bloke. Like he's, you know, we're running a little errand for him. Um, so, so thanks again for that tip. I really, you know, really appreciate it. What can I say? But you're welcome. Yeah. Hey, maybe, maybe I could just ask you one more question. Um, and it, look, it's a bit of a strange one, and it's nothing to do with what Ilmi asked us to to do. But have you heard of a planet called? Is it Virilia? Virilia. What's the planet? Virilia. Have you heard of a planet called Virilia by any chance? Nope. <laughs> You've never Easiest heard of answer. Virilia? Nope. Oh, okay. Well, don't worry about it then. Sawbones, Sawbones, we'll check the in- info sphere when we get on the ship. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Goodbye. Okay. Bye. 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 Hobbles off. Wow. That space rat did a real bang-up job on the ship, huh? Mm. Like, you can't even say hey. that term, just to be honest. <laughs> hey, it's a joke. I was just, I was trying to make light of the faux pas that I made before. By doing it again. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'm Sawbones, I'm sorry. <laughs> just like, like forwarding the original email that I sent to HR oh, like with another one. Come on, Sawbo- Sawbones, it's a joke. Ah. Oh, Jeez. Uh, you guys start loading up the all of this cargo, and you've got quite a bit of it as well now. And uh, it, it takes uh, a little while to get it all on there, strap it all in, make sure the smuggling compartment's well hidden, everything like that. Brandon's pretty amazed by this. Oh, that's super cool. So you put like illegal stuff in there? Yeah, that's awesome. Can I check the like the company emails to see if we've got a communication from Leia? About any other potential jobs on Akaton? Uh, yeah, yeah. So you um you have a bit of a look. There's there's um there's nothing else there. So much for Edge Corp, huh? After I've checked the ship and like, I really want to scout out and see if there's any goblins nearby. Sure. Okay. So to check for goblins, give me a perception check, and uh, to check the ship, give me engineering. Okay. So perception is a seventeen. Um, so, engineering is plus eight. Assisted by your drone, I assume. Oh, yes. Yes, I can. Okay. Okay, 17, and then roll for... No, my drone didn't assist, so 17. Yeah, so well, 17 perception and 17 engineering. Cool. So, you didn't see any, any more goblins around, and you inspect the ship, and it just looks really clean. Alright, I'm feeling bad now for the um, 
for like misjudging the uh, little rat guy. All right, so you guys take off. You get off world, flying for maybe about an hour or so. You're headed towards the drift beacon, and a communication comes through. It's flashing on screen. I'm gonna like flick the switch. This is Captain Burzen. Hello. And then on the view screen, an image of this rugged-looking goblin with scars on his face and an eye patch and earrings in his ear comes up. And he says, Well, hello, Captain. Yo. My name is Captain Rig of the Spookfish. Rig, how are you? Oh, I'm good. Because today... I think I've made a big catch. <laughs> and we will end our episode there for this week. Star Raiders is an Arcane Focus Network production. Be sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. You'd be amazed how much it helps us spread the word. Looking for more adventure? Head to arcanefocusnetwork.com.